Hello and welcome to the Unmute Now podcast. We have reached the end of season two and it has been a ride. When we were planning our second season, we had no idea we would have still been in lockdown or indeed a pandemic. But we managed to pivot and overcome a few obstacles. In this finale episode, we let our hair down and get candid about what it was like behind the scenes. We share some laughs, talk about the future, and generally just have a good time. Listen in as we raise the volume on ourselves. Hello, everybody out there. Well, it has been a while. At least it feels that way to me. But here, welcome to Unmute Now, the podcast that raises the volume on the whispered conversations in our communities. Now, guess what? It is the grand finale of season two. But before we get really, really excited, I want to introduce you to the fabulous ladies that has been on this journey with me all throughout season one and season two. So here we go, Natasha. Hi. Angela. Hi. And Raquel. Hello everyone. Ladies, well, as you know, we spoke to Paul Brathwaite earlier about the contribution of funders like Community Foundation NI to podcasts like ours, or in general, to causes that gives migrant or marginalized communities a voice. And we have with us today, Paul Brathwaite of Community Foundation NI. Let me just tell you, so guys, come on. (laughs) Welcome, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's great to be with you. Thank you. Can I just tell you, ladies and gentlemen, our wonderful audience, that this organization, Community Foundation NI, is the organization that has made season two of Unmute Now possible. (laughs) (laughs) And without such funders, without such a funding community that is established within Northern Ireland, we won't have been able to do what we have done. And so we're gonna talk to Paul a bit about his work and we're gonna talk about how that impacts perhaps marginalized communities. So Paul, welcome again. And would you be so kind to tell us a bit about what you do at Community Foundation NI? Sure, no problem Yolanda. And it's a real pleasure to be with you guys. And and we're delighted to have been able to support season two of the podcast. Uh, So my role at the Community Foundation is Head of Innovation and Voice. Um, So I'm part of a team um, who, I mean, the Community Foundation is an independent grant maker. So we fund community groups, uh, charities, social enterprises all across Northern Ireland doing all kinds of different things. And my particular role is supporting some specific programs that are trying to stimulate innovation and also to elevate the voices of communities, those at the margins of society. Well done. And that absolutely includes us and many, many other grassroots organizations that we are familiar with. We see that logo dotted everywhere around the place. (laughs) I love what he said there about elevating the voices. Yeah. Um, Because obviously our tagline is raising Raising the the volume. Yeah. Yeah, Raising the volume. (laughs) (laughs) Raising the volume and whispered community conversations. So again, right within the remit of what we do. And I suppose, Paul, it comes back to perhaps when you're looking at funding applications, I'm assuming that logically you're looking at whether or not 
the the applicant or fits into the remit of CFNI, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so the Community Foundation is a particular type of funder. So our strapline is connecting people who care with causes that matter. So we actually administer and distribute funds from a whole range of different donors ourselves. So we raise money as well. We have, we have our own endowments, but we also have, we raise money from private individuals, from businesses and from other trusts and foundations. And then we distribute those sometimes just through straightforward grants, sometimes through programs that have capacity building and training alongside them, or sometimes programs with a particular focus, a, a, an issue or a theme like mental health or homelessness or something else. Uh, so, so that's the way we operate. So we have, I don't even know how many funds, over 50. <laughs> um, and they open and close at different times of the year and they're all different grant sizes. So if you look on our website, there's always something open um, and uh, with a particular purpose and focus. Um, but we do tend to support some of the smaller community groups, the grassroots organizations in Northern Ireland, as, as opposed to maybe some of the larger regional or, or UK-wide charities. So that's really kind of in our DNA and has been since we've been around for over 40 years now in Northern Ireland. And um, so our DNA is really kind of grassroots, uh, community based organisations, you know, who are right at the point of need. One of the things in my head is the way that Community Foundation is able to be approachable to various different organisations. And I think that's pretty special. I yeah, think. absolutely. How, how did you come about, you know, operating in that way? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you feel it, it is that way and we're always trying to improve. And, you know, I think internally we're pretty good at kind of constantly trying to learn lessons and evolve our systems like over the last year or so with um, COVID. And, you know, we've been at the forefront of just distributing grants for all those groups who have been responding um, in different ways and supporting volunteers across Northern Ireland who have been helping people impacted by the pandemic um, and those who are isolated and other kind of knock-on effects of the pandemic as well. So we've tried to get as flexible as possible and speed up our turnaround times for grants. Um, but we do also pride ourselves on, on kind of having that human interface with people. And, you know, we're always at the end of the phone. I suppose it kind of comes down to our values really being the community foundation. You know, the clues in the title <laughs> it wouldn't really work <laughs> if it were called the community foundation, but you couldn't contact us. So, um, yeah, so we do try to, to get out and about as well when we're allowed to. We haven't really been allowed to over the last year or so, but... You know, we get out and about virtually over the last year and hopefully in the next year we might be able to get out and about physically and, and meet people. So, you know, we're, we need to be connected into what's going on on the ground as well. So we, so we can hear what the needs are and adjust our approaches to, to fit what, what groups and organisations and communities need. Okay, Paul. Well, I'm not sure if you guys have funded any other podcasts. Maybe you can let me know. But what are your thoughts about funding a community podcast such as ours? Well, it's brilliant. You know, um, I don't know if we've funded any more podcasts. We must have done, but I can't. I, we have, you know, thousands of grants. Um, so it's, it's over the last year, and we've given out quite a lot of money over the last year, about 8.8 .8 million, I think, uh, in grants. So it's kind of hard to keep track of everything. But we supported you guys through a mechanism called the Pressure Group Fund, as you, as you know. Um, but for your listeners, you know, that's a, a fund that uh, it's small grants, but it's trying to fund grassroots organizations that are looking to lobby or advocate or raise awareness of specific issues or sp particular communities of interest um, or, or, or geography um, and who are just trying to elevate issues and as I said earlier elevate the voices in particular so it's a, it's a fund that's particularly about voices you know so the podcast fits right in there you know you're both kind of 
you know, I, I guess you're kind of speaking in two directions. You're kind of, you're trying to engaging with particular communities, but you're also speaking to the rest of society and trying to elevate the voices of people perhaps who are more at the, at the margins or, or even just new to Northern Ireland and perhaps uh, finding it a bit difficult. Um, I moved out of Northern Ireland for, for quite a number of years and moved back and, and find that difficult myself. So I know it can, it can be not the easiest place to fit in. So I think the work that you guys are doing is, is um, absolutely fantastic and we're delighted to be able to support it. And, you know, that kind of that sort of uh, community journalism really does fit in the idea of, you know, deepening democracy, essentially, which is kind of part of the ethos of my work, you know, making sure that our society is inclusive and that the voices that don't often get heard do get heard and doing a podcast like this is a great way to contribute to that. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, and absolutely, Paul, we feel the same way about the work that the CFNI is doing. And to me, it would be so difficult. You should have a very long list of testimonials. And I'm sure it's very difficult to actually, you know, sort of document the impact that you, you would have had on communities because it would be probably too long to put on paper. And so from us, I absolutely say thank you and thanks to CFNI, a million, for, for giving us the opportunity to present our voice, our opinion to society and to our community. Ladies, any final words? Yes, I just wanted to ask you, Paul, I'm just thinking of people maybe who are listening to this right now. Um, who are part of, say, a voluntary-led organization, you know, grassroots, as you've mentioned, really passionate about doing great stuff. But obviously you can't, you know, you can't approve, you can't give money to every single person that comes your way, even though you give a lot. What, what are the sort of things that you would be looking for? What's, what's the, sort of tip, the sort of tips that you could give to organizations who are doing great work but maybe wouldn't quite fit the criteria? What can they do to make their, their proposal more um, fundable? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to give a bland answer and say it depends on the fund, but I suppose the two kind of things would be we look at the organization and we look at the project, you know, so, um, you know, in terms of the organization, some of our funds require organizations to be constituted. That means they need to be kind of a registered company or a charity or, or some sort of social enterprise. But for others, like the pressure group fund, that's not actually necessary. We would look to see that there is some kind of organization behind it and some sort of uh, you know, that we don't fund individuals for the most part. There, are, there have been a couple of exceptions to that in the past, but for the most part, we don't fund individuals. So it needs to be some sort of organized group with a set of objectives about what, you know, who are they and, and what are they about? Um, and we just need to check that that kind of ticks the boxes in terms of public benefit and, you know, non-discrimination and so on. And then in terms of the project, you know, I suppose, um, what do we look for? I mean, we just look for a, an articulation of what will be the benefit, who will benefit and how. You know, just being as clear and simple as possible. We definitely don't need reams and reams of information, um, but we want to know kind of what are some of the challenges that you're trying to address and how are you going about that? And, and then, you know, from there, we're, we're trying to, you know, we like to have a really open relationship with um, the organizations that we support. And, you know, if things don't turn out exactly as you had said they were going to, that's absolutely fine. Uh, we're more than happy to hear about that. And, and that's kind of you know, that's the nature of working for social change as well. So I don't know if that's helpful. It's maybe very general. Um, I mean, do check out our website because the, the, there are specific criteria for every one of our funds. So you do just need to read through those and check that you, you meet those. But if they don't make sense or you're unclear, then do give us a ring or send us an email and, um, and we're more than happy to, to chat to you and, and talk you through what the possibilities might be. So it's the grand finale. How do you ladies feel? Relieved. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed. 
bit of relieved, a bit of sad that the season's over, a bit of looking Aww. forward to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angela. Anticipating, anticipating, um, and looking forward to sort of sharing ideas and planning towards the next one. Why taking a break in the meantime? <laughs> yeah, I think after listening to all three of you, I'm gonna just be mixed. Everything <laughs> sad, excited, relieved, everything. <laughs> but sure, here's a com here's a question. Question for you, ladies. Would you really change anything? And I'm gonna begin with Angela. Well, if I could have had a magic wand to change the fact that we had to record on Zoom in lockdown, I certainly <laughs> would have changed that. Um, but in spite of all that, you know, true to our tagline, turning obstacles into opportunities, we ran with it. And um, yeah. we had a fabulous team behind us, um, particularly, you know, um, James, who has been dealing with, our, you know, editing and so on. And, and he, he made something really good of our recording. So, yeah, would have changed that if I could, but hey. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's in order that we're going to be giving some big ups, shout out to right. all the people working <laughs> in the background before yeah. they part this episode closes. Yes. Hassa, how about you? Would you change anything if you could? No, I don't think I would change anything, even though, you know, we face some challenges um, as we did last year, because we did begin when lockdown had just, you know, the whole quarantine and lockdown had just started and we didn't foresee at this time in season two, we would still be in that position. Um, but I think our experience with last year kind of helped us coming into this year, though we wanted to be out in our space, in our studio and, you know, interacting with our guests a bit more. But um, no, I, I don't think I would change anything. I just wish I could give myself a bit more capacity. But other than that, no. Well, here, we'll talk about that. Don't get there yet, Raquel. But ladies, guys out there, do you or have you noticed in the season how Natasha's makeup always outshine ours? <laughs> we don't even try. We don't even try. I'm like, no, nah, she's got that one down pat. So yeah, hey, just keep, it's a keep, hobby. Keep. It's a hobby. <laughs> makeup queen, we know it. <laughs> Raquel, sorry, I just had to say that. Raquel, would you change anything there? If I was going to change anything, I would get Natasha to get all of us made up before we know. <laughs> no, if I would change one thing, I would probably uh, do a bit more of um, getting audience responses into the um, episodes that we did in season two. And probably that's a, that's a thought for the future, yeah. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, for me, I wouldn't change a thing. And simply because I rely on a whole lot of proverbs and mantras you've heard your whole life. And it's that experience is the greatest teacher. And if we didn't have the experiences that we had, where the bad or good, we probably won't grow. So me, I'm just going to look back and learn from them. But I'm changing nothing because I don't have that power. So. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Okay. Here's a question. And every podcast, every grand finale podcast, they ask this question. It's not a trick question. Who was your favorite host? Favorite host? <laughs> was our favorite host or guest? <laughs> of the hosts. Of the it's the question. Oh, man. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. I thought I was going to get the reaction of what? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you kind of have because she stumped us. Yeah, that was the idea. That was the idea. So I will go first. Okay. It really was the idea. And it really was a trick question because I was hoping everybody would say, you, you land. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. You knew you knew it. So we just didn't say Definitely anything. All of us. Weren't we great? Yeah. Yes, yes. I was going yeah. to say, I think watching you other three ladies, every time somebody else, some one of you hosts, I expect a different thing with your land. I never quite know what's going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so she keeps you on your toes with Angela. She just calmly just brings us back in every yes. now and then when we go too much. And Raquel takes us on adventures. We thought we were going this way, but we yes. ended up but somehow we still come back in there. So yes. you see everyone has their own their own stuff. Or sometimes Raquel is on the fence. It's yes. never a real decision. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> what, what about when Natasha's hosting? Well, um, oh, come on, I'll be nice, lady. So like I'm professional here. <laughs> she really comes across that, especially when just when she does those social media handles at the end. It's very people like, find <laughs> ready for the BBC. Come on, BBC, come get your girl. <laughs> Oh, Ladies, I am so sorry. I have to do that. But let us get back to the real conversation. Can I now ask you, ladies, do you have a vision for where you would like Unmute Now podcast to go? Any thoughts? Yes, I would like us to, to keep getting bigger and better. Um, I know that uh, for the nature that a lot of us will not we're not born here. So we're coming with backgrounds and friends and families in different parts of the world. So while our main audience is here in Northern Ireland, um, we do bring you know, our background and our audiences with us. So I would like us to expand, not just within Northern Ireland, but to the wider UK and you know the world pretty much because anyone can access podcasts on YouTube, on Spotify, et cetera. So I'd like us to keep growing and I would like us to have a bit more interaction with our audience. Um, as Raquel alluded to earlier, you know, that would that would be nice. And um, at some point in time, when we'll be able to have a big production team behind us, and we can all just turn up and be talent and not have to, <laughs> not have to be paddling furiously behind, you know, under the water. That would be nice. <laughs> so we can just focus on our, you know, on our research and on our podcast. I think what I would throw in right now is that I would love to see our community coming behind us, all the businesses you know, finding ways to, you know, sponsor us in different ways. You know, I, I would just love to see the community coming along and us supporting them, them supporting us a lot more than we have been so far. Monetization would come out of that. But, you know, it's about, you know, just taking the journey together. That, that's what I'd like to see, hopefully in the near future. Yeah. And, and for me, I'd like to see, in addition to, to what you've said, I'd like to see us um, branching out um, and doing other things. And already we have, you know, we have indications of that. We have the beginnings of that, which is really exciting, um, where we're doing other projects beyond the podcast um, and taking the things that we're discussing in the podcast out into the community, out into workshops and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, there are things happening in the pipeline that we're excited about. There. So I'm looking forward to seeing that more. Yeah, great, great, 
Great listening, ladies. And for me, I suppose, in terms of a vision, I am bent, and you ladies know bent on collaborations. So I'm looking forward to a lot of partnerships, um, link up projects, and doing work maybe with other organizations that either kind of fit within the same remit that we have in terms of giving you know, marginalized groups a chance to, to be heard. So I'm not sure what shape or form those collaborations would take, but I'm really looking forward to perhaps something like that. And in my mind, it does help us to grow our audience, which is always what the back or the end goal is, I suppose. So just in, in terms of the discussion going this way, then I might want to challenge you to ask you, can you foresee any limitations or barriers to the vision that you have? What do you think might hinder that, that vision? Okay, let me jump in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we can do this together. It's that one word that goes around quite a bit. Okay, after three, one, two, three. Capacity. <laughs> That has that has been the word that I heard in my ear every time. Ladies, gentlemen out there, if you don't know, every time I came up with a bright idea, I would of which there were we many. Don't have capacity. Yes. <laughs> that sounds great, but capacity. Honestly. Bring her in. <laughs> yes but you know honestly because you know beyond this this isn't all we do each one of us we live very full lives um and we have uh, various roles that we play so many hats that we wear you know so it's that it's that balancing everything and make it all fit together and honestly I think about how much time we spend on the stuff that we do with Pivot yeah. and, and, and our on the podcast and I really wonder how do we it's weekly. Really squeeze it all in. It's, it's weekly. That's Every crazy. week we're doing stuff. Even yeah. though you don't see us on a podcast, we are doing stuff. We are paddling furiously yeah. on the water. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pat yourselves on the back, girls. Ladies, <laughs> pat yourselves on the back because it really is hard. But I think at the end of the day, when we look back, we're actually, for me at least, it's still fulfilling. That we've actually done yes, it absolutely so that yeah. that's why we i suppose that's what keeps us going as hard as it is so yeah. i'll jump in here for me it is all about the money <laughs> <laughs> it really will be the money that would hinder what we want to do or the vision that i see because you know obviously without funding without the, that that sector of contributors there's very little that you can do unless you have a full-on commercial business. And so that's why we are very grateful for the likes of Community Foundation NI and Paul that we spoke to earlier, as I mentioned. And then we have in the background the likes of re Resource and Racial Justice, yes. another fund that you know our audience might hear about in another season. They might actually come on, but they have been instrumental in funding some of, of, of what keeps us going in the background, like our training, our equipment. So even though they probably don't pay, play an upfront role, every funder is important in the work we do. And so for me, it's going to be the money. So maybe we're going to have to start doing some selling some cakes out there. Who knows? <laughs> yes. Big sales. Yes. 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 And I think also maybe getting some physical resources in terms of funding is also great. But at the end of the day, we're only four of us, and sometimes we try to multiply ourselves to do everything. So, you know, we've been throwing out calls out there for volunteers who want to, to help and stuff like that. And I know we have plans in the future that I won't go into where we'll be getting people in to actually work along with us and stuff like that. So hopefully 
um, that will also help us in terms of human physical resources, feet on the ground. I have to apologize, apologize for any noises coming from my background here. I'm really sorry. Hopefully we're not hearing that. No, 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 no. That, that is the joys of recording from your own home on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was just about to say, obstacles into opportunities. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's that's my answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works for me. But you know, just sitting and thinking here, ladies, I just want to throw one more thing out there into the mix. Well, I, I know we talked about. <laughs> you I know we talked about. Alone. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about your favorite host, but I want to just go back a bit because we don't have the videos to show like a real set of clips running now. But do you ladies realize that we've literally traveled virtually? We've been almost everywhere that we're connected to. So we've been to St. Vincent and the Grenadines, not on a happy note, obviously not. We've been to, was it Germany? Switzerland? Switzerland. We've been to Switzerland, we've been to Wales, we've been to England. Right here in Northern Ireland, we were in South Africa. And so what I mean yeah. by that is we have actually taken our podcast literally beyond Northern Ireland. How did you ladies feel about that though? Yeah, that's I'm, amazing. Go on. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm quite pleased about that and excited about the possibilities that it throws open for the future. Because, um, you know, if we're doing that and we're only one year old, one year old, <laughs> then, you know, the future is bright. Yeah. Yes. And, and also it just really shows the um, that community aspect of what we, you know, of what we are. So if I think back to the episode of um, it was the Africa Day special. Yes. So yes. That episode alone, we had um, a guest um, from Kenya. Kenya. We had um, we had one that um, was from Nigeria, but speaking from Wales. We had um, our, uh, a caterer um, who was from the Ivory Coast. We mm -hmm. had um, mm -hmm. we had a fashion Thomas. designer. Sorry, fashion from Ghana. Yes, yes, yes. We had Ghana. We had Grace from Ghana. Oh, that was a different episode. But we had a drummer from Ghana. Um, so yeah, we went we went all over the place, you know. So so I think that's really amazing. Just kind of bringing that rich tapestry of, of of the community into into what we're doing. So I'm really really happy about that. Hoping yeah. to see more of that. Yeah, it kind of goes into what I was saying earlier as well about us bringing you know our our background and our audiences with us, but also not even people who are related to us, but for some reason found us. And are tapping in because I'm the one that looks at the analytics and I'm like, oh, people are watching us from here. What? How did you, you know, how did you come by this? So it would be nice to find, you know, maybe community-minded people or just people who can speak to certain topics that we might discuss in the future and we can, you know, liaise with them and have, you know, a voice coming from different parts of the world. That would all that would all be great for me. I obviously have to say, Raquel alluded to it, and I'm not going to really go deep, but it really did or does throw out opportunities because we've had engagement with um, potential funder that lives nowhere or, or that, that their business or their, their, their organization is set up nowhere in Northern Ireland that would potentially be looking to support the work that we do. And that's simply because we've managed to have guests 
representing different areas of interest from across the globe. And so for me, I think that we have to commend ourselves that we're still in incubating, still in one year, and we were able to flip podcasting on its head. We've made podcasting a concert with the African <laughs> Africa Week session. We've made podcasting um visitation rights um, for want of a better word we've turned podcasting into something that's just not scripted behind a microphone and you deliver a monologue there are many great podcasts that take that format don't get me wrong but I think because of who we are we have managed to turn podcasting into something that works for us and our community so I really really that's blowing that's tooting your own horn isn't it but <laughs> <laughs> well yeah the fact that natasha natasha just tooted her horn there for me i cannot resist the urge although i'm gonna ask you about your favorite episode oh, Lord, i cannot resist the urge to remind myself mentally of some of the bloopers <laughs> and one of the bloopers for me personally was the episode, I don't know if anybody ever noticed in the episode, <laughs> Granny used to say, Natasha starts off beautifully, her matching earrings with her matching outfit. And in this episode, it was a green outfit and a very long and pear-shaped green pair of earrings. And during the episode, I remember just seeing one earring going down, 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 all the way. And she ended up with one earring. And in my mind, I sat there thinking, okay, we're now half beautiful. <laughs> Ever since then, I'm having post-traumatic earring disorder. <laughs> I keep looking at my like, are they in? Are they in? <laughs> Oh, dear. oh my goodness. <laughs> I remember Angela and I have had similar experiences where we have dropped out of the episode. <laughs> Our Wi-Fi just went dead and we just suddenly disappeared. Seriously, and then scrambled all the images. Yes, because yes, I'm looking where Raquel is supposed to be and Raquel is not over there. And I'm just <laughs> Oh, but we no. just kept rolling as, as if nothing happened. We just kept right on going. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one issue that I used to have in season one was that we'd say, right, everybody phones off or silent or whatever. And I put it on silent. But I'll forget about the various, I have alarms for everything. And I forgot about the various alarms that I've got. And the alarms don't obey the whole duty <laughs> So we're going to, <laughs> I avoided that this season. Yeah, well done. Well done. But I, I suppose we haven't had, well, some of the disasters we've had, you thank God for editing. You can yes. But I know there's been some clothing disasters. Raquel jinxed herself. So Raquel has, you know, disappeared. Hopefully she'll be back on. <laughs> You see, this is what we were talking about. You know what? We're not taking this out, yeah? Right. No, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the point. please, you have got to love us. Oh, we absolutely love you. We enjoyed season two. We enjoyed season one. And this is who we are. We are on mute now. And, and honestly, I cannot tell you, cannot tell you 
what an experience it is behind the scenes. <laughs> so if you're seeing this right now, you can imagine what happens behind the scenes. So there you go. Move right That's along cool. and hopefully Raquel will just work her way back in. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, before she dropped out, there was a freeze. She was just like, oh. <laughs> I was looking at oh. oh my goodness. This is absolutely horrendous. Oh well, ladies, so shall we continue? I am going to ask you, <gasps> bloopers, go away. Over, bloopers, over. I'm going to ask you, really, what was your favorite episode? Did you have one? Hmm. I liked International Women's Day. I liked International Women's Day. I liked having all those, you know, fantastic women and the different fields that they represented and the things that they spoke about. I like having a mix of, you know, the younger um, female generation represented by Sasha. Um, Sasha, was it Sasha? Yes, Sasha. Yes, yes. A wonderful musician. And then um, we had fashion. Um, we had. Um, I forget the lady's name, but speaking about counseling and things like that, all things that are, you know, yes, Vivian, that's right, thank you. And um, and in representing corporate and and the arts and fashion and everything, it was just one. Hey, she's back. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> we said, oh, she jinxed herself. <laughs> Raquel, I cannot believe that happened at the minute we're talking you just about said it. <laughs> and ladies, people, this is not staged. This <laughs> was not staged. Yeah. Raquel! <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> we just, uh, we're just answering like, what was our favorite episode? Just so and for la ladies, we're in Northern Ireland here. I call it Behind God Back. But Raquel lives more behind God back. So you see <laughs> yeah. where Raquel lives? There's internet saga out there yeah. all the time. So please so bear with Raquel. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> this is not winter eh? <laughs> you're on mute I don't know if you're talking but you're unmute on mute now. Raquel on mute now <laughs> oh she's not actually on mute she's not actually muted oh dear go out come back in. No sound. Do, it, do it on purpose this time go out and come back in. <laughs> oh my god oh dear, this is hilarious what a finale <laughs> It wouldn't be us if there wasn't some drama. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Okay. My favorite episode, to be honest, it really was International Women's Day. But I have to say, I did really enjoy the conversation in weddings. And when oh, I yes. look back at weddings, I'm like, damn, girl, you didn't even say anything nice about your wedding. <laughs> there was a whole lot of nice things to say. Like, you know, my girl that sang at my wedding, my girl... Um, Hotfoot, that was our hall name back in the day of Yui Mona kind of vibes. But my girl Carlette Groom had this beautiful song, surprised me because she had lied to say that she had missed the flight from the, for the Aww. wedding. And then I heard that voice. I knew it was beautiful. So man, for me, weddings was the episode that was my favorite. What about you, Angela? Oh, I really liked Africa Day. I liked that episode um, just because it brought so much positivity to the discussion. 
around Africa. And I love the fact that we were able to show so many different things um, that are happening around the continent of Africa. And Gloria was able to just kind of give us some, you know, give us some really good news stories there. And I also enjoyed the discussion with Ellie, um, um, who's, who's obviously an amazing journalist and a lot of insight and so on. Love the food. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, the sand is lovely and the puff puff. Yes, from <laughs> Mrs. Kitchen. And um, yeah, I, I love that episode. Really good. <laughs> And Raquel, what about you? Providing, of course, that the technology works. Um, I don't know. It's hard to choose because the ones that have been said before, I fully agree with. But I think I am a, I'm still torn. I have two favorites that are left. Two favorites. I know. I know. Yeah. The, the domestic violence, I thought, even though you can't really say you enjoy talking yeah. about domestic violence, but I thought that was very powerful. Yeah. Um, and the, the human resources one, I thought was, I keep referring people back to it. You know, when people ask me things, I say, go and listen to our podcast episode, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, those are those are two. Yeah. I thought you were going to say the cultural proverbs one because you had so, really so many of your sleeves. I did love it. <laughs> well, it just goes to show you that there were many, many, many good episodes. Yes, there so were. If you haven't good. caught up, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Check right. out our channel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, ladies, we've got to bring the curtain down in fine style. Well, Zoom does not allow that, it seems. <laughs> but I have to say one thing to our audience. We've alluded to it that we're still babies. We're only under a year. We are go coming up to our one-year anniversary in mm -hmm. July. Mm -hmm. And we will be attempting to make it a bashment. <laughs> I'm speaking of it to the universe. I don't know what form it will take, but you are going to see us coming back with our one year celebration. This is the grand finale of season two, but our one year anniversary is coming up in July. So you gotta look out for us and look out for what we'll be doing. We might be even having some online competition. I don't know, but look out for us. We absolutely grateful that we've had you on this journey with us and before we go i just want to ask the ladies any final words any words of encouragement anything you want to say to our audience well i'm going to jump straight in and first of all say we are coming back so come with us on season three <laughs> absolutely and, and just to say that, you know, we're talking about the fact that we're coming up to one year, you know, we're still toddlers in this, you know, they're just about to start walking. So I think my encouragement to anyone out there is if there's anything that's on your heart, you don't know how it's going to happen. Just take a step of faith, just step out and watch everything line up. That's what we've done. And we're very, very grateful for the journey that we've been on so far and looking forward to the rest of it. Brilliant. And I'd just like to encourage our audience. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank our audience for sticking with us. Those of you who were there from the beginning, from season one to season two, those of you who joined us on later, you know, thanks for the watches. Thanks for the views. Thanks for the lessons so much. We appreciate it. Um, we want to continue growing for our next season, season three. And I also want to encourage those of you 
who only watches on YouTube to please sign up to whether Spotify or Apple Podcasts, any other online podcast platform and listen to us as well. We know you like seeing our faces and seeing the banter and stuff like that, but it'd be lovely for you to listen to us as well. While you're driving, on your working out, things like that, just throw on your Apple Podcasts, throw on your Spotify and listen to us as well because we're also trying to grow ourselves on that platform. And um, yeah, just stick with us interact with us a bit more for season three we're going to try our best to have more interactions on our social media platforms to get you guys a bit more involved maybe feature your voices you never know and uh yeah we just want to make it more of a family more of a community and not just us speaking to you we would like you to speak to us as well yeah and remember i said we're gonna be giving some shout outs some big ups to the people that make this thing happen behind the scenes ladies you're gonna have to help me here but I want to say thank you so much to MD Shoots. Whoop, she's, whoop. Our f- <laughs> she's our fabulous photographer, videographer, whatever you want to call her in the background. She yeah. makes us look beautiful on camera. Yeah. And to Bohem- Belfast Bohemian, yeah. well, lovingly for us, James. James he is yeah. our primary editor. He puts the yeah. graphics on this thing and make it look good. We've got community up a lot behind her. Changes and our demands. Shortcomings, <laughs> yes. Feels a bit uh, thank you, James. The ladies love you. And we've got community of people behind us, the likes of Axoni that we have worked with and partnered with. That's the African Caribbean Support Organization, Northern Ireland, and particularly Joe and Dr. Livingston and Laurie and all the people that have been guests. Yes, you've been fabulous. Without you, this probably would not have happened. It would not have been the same for sure. So Mm. we really, really, really want to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And our our trainers, our trainers, Catherine Johnson, Davy Sims, Joseph Ricketts, Thank yes. you all so much. Alan and Alan yes. Meban, thank you for yes. your guest editing yes. as well. Yes. <laughs> We're going to get in trouble if we forget to name anybody here now. Shout out yeah. to all our guests. We love you. Thank you all so much. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. And all our funders. Absolutely. And our funders. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of season two. And we must say, <laughs> <laughs> we must say goodbye. We have yes. turned obstacles into opportunities. Yes. We have done the best that we could have done. And so we say thank you and goodbye from all of us. At goodbye for now. We encourage you to keep raising, raising the volume. From us here, we say goodbye. goodbye. And follow us on our social media platforms. You, you can email us at onmutenow1 at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at onmutenow. Twitter, onmutenow1. That's it. Always Bye. the professional. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unmute Now podcast. If this season made any impact on you with a particular episode or episodes, please let us know by commenting on our social media, on our podcast platforms, or you can drop us an email to onmutenow1 at gmail.com. Also, for season three, let us know what you would like us to raise the volume on. Thank you all so much and listen out for our one-year anniversary special coming in a few weeks. You won't want to miss it. Until then, it's see you soon from Angela, Yolande, Raquel, and me, Natasha. Bye!